Welcome to the 44 Days Abroad podcast. I've got episodes that will hopefully inspire you, at least interest you in what happens when you go abroad with your family while working, while running a company, while being a mom and a wife. We celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary. It'll be my husband's 52nd birthday, Father's Day, all while we're traveling. What will that be like? So I'm so glad you're here. I can't wait to share it with you. It's an early Tuesday morning in Tribuni, Croatia. And a Mercedes just passed as I'm walking to the cafe. And what you hear is a tractor driving just behind the Mercedes. <laughs> the tractor <laughs> looks like it's been, um, let's see, <laughs> um, put together and put back together a couple times. <laughs> And the gentleman who's driving it looks as if he's been driving it since it was new. And the exhaust from the tractor is remarkably strong. That's the beautiful part of this place is the dichotomy of brand new and luxury against the ancient, <laughs> in this case, this ancient magical old man, and the ancient walls, the city walls, the stones, and how they've used and reused the same materials over and over again through time. And as they speak in thousands of years, where, you know, living in the United States, we speak in hundreds of years, or decades even only. You know, here, <laughs> I remember this one gal that we did a tour with. She's like, yeah, that this, this piazza is from when Italy was here. They ruled this place for like 400 years or something small like that. Like, it was like, it's only 400 years <laughs> of our thousands of years of history. And, um, <clears throat> and that brings about perspective, right? Perspective is so variable. If something is hot or cold, I have friends that live in Arizona that warm up their car if it's 55 degrees outside, like 55 degrees, that's summer. <laughs> that's shorts and t-shirt weather. There's, of course, no lack of sweet little doggies and kitties running around. There was a doggy that just walked by. He was with his owner, but no leash. <laughs> just cruising. Okay. And there's also, in this cute little village, no sidewalks. Which is fine, not a lot of cars. But it also means that this New Yorker is thinking, I'm gonna die. <laughs> a little moped Vespa just cruised on past. The guy did have a helmet on, interestingly enough. <laughs> but um, he was on his phone and also smoking a cigarette, which we see all the time. So much smoking here, which is really weird <laughs> compared to how little I see at home even in the motor city oh boy so I'm walking up to the cafe and um, there <laughs> at this one place I'm about to pass there are three guys that look like they have been in the WWE <laughs> I mean it is like 6.30 a.m. they're probably fishermen I'm guessing they're definitely not tourists and <laughs> They're looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? 
Ben is still sound asleep. The rest of the boat as well. Not even the skipper is up. Or if he is, I don't know. He's already left the ship. I know his goal was to leave only after he got his pastries from this particular cafe. So either I'll see him there when I arrive or... (laughs) Or he's still snoozing and I'm going to be bringing him back. Lots of diesel engines, lots of um, standard autumn, like standard transmissions. Almost in every vehicle, even the bigger vehicles like minivans, trucks that we've been in and seen. Which I love because I grew up with a standard transmission. Alright, I didn't think I could get lost in a small village. Okay, no, I've just figured out where I was going. I think those are <laughs> the WWE guys threw me off. Again, I'm still... <laughs> I'm a New Yorker at heart, you know? I'm always suspicious. <laughs> I am. And I'm passing by these olive trees, which I've just realized um, when the olives are young, they can be just pulled off the tree and they're served on these plates... Uh, on plates, sorry, on these plates, on plates, are served with the meal. So I'm approaching the bakery, and of course there's two people chatting. Ooh, hello! Ciao. Okay. I can't wait. I don't know what I'm going to order, but I'm excited. They have a lot of everything. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Okay, so (laughs) I got one of each. (laughs) Not even kidding you. Uh, the, 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 of course they spoke English um, and uh, the younger generation better than the older generation as is expected and so what I've learned is that um, in Croatia up until I think 1990 um, you were required to learn not only Croatian but also Russian and then you could choose a third language if you wanted to possibly Italian um, is what we've heard from the locals that we've met, not just here, but in our travels here over the past week. And um, so Tribuni is in the middle of where we've been traveling. It's kind of the center spot um, of this Dalmatian island hopping that we're doing on this sailboat. And, um, <clears throat> and then after 1990, you were required to not, not learn. You're required to learn Croatian, of course. You learn that at home. But you're also required to learn English. And then you could choose a third language and then what we've learned is that people started choosing um, French and and or Spanish. So those are the the three main languages: is French, Italian, and and Croatian. And um, it's funny because I learned a little bit of Italian being in Italy for a month, and then when I'm here, they don't know they don't know what I am. I guess <laughs> I don't glare American. Maybe they don't get that many here. It is I have not heard English on the street. I mean, I haven't heard it being talked. Like, you know, as we pass other people on the street, I haven't heard them talking in English to each other. I mean, they've spoken English to us. Once they figure out what we are, they're like, you know, they don't know. (laughs) They're like, ciao. 
<rire> um, bonjour. <rire> Another ancient-looking fisherman in an ancient-looking vehicle just drove past. So at this pastry shop, they don't have coffee. So now I'm on the hunt for some espresso. It is necessary for life. Oh, fast little motorcycle. Okay. Okay. It rubbed its engine at me. So it's a really sweet little marina, like island, that is only attached to the mainland by a little pedestrian bridge. So where we're docked in the marina is pedestrian only. Um, but I just walked across the bridge to go to the pastry shop, and you know it took me <laughs> four minutes. I mean, everything is very tiny here. We quote unquote walked around the island, and it was about a five-minute walk, and that's only because we stopped and took pictures of this one place we saw for sale. <laughs> My brother and I like, we're moving here. <laughs> this is it. We do that like every place. Okay, so there's a lot of action here, which makes me feel like I can take coffee. So we'll see. So looks looks promising. And I always have, hi. hi. Um, cappuccino to go? Okay. <laughs> They always have American music playing in it. It's funny. Okay, it was two euro twenty, and I had exact change. I'm feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> the town is starting to wake up. The cappuccino that I got is so tiny. <laughs> it's so tiny. I mean, I get it. It's just I'm. There's no like large is a twelve ounce. Like I remember this one place in Venice was like we have twelve ounce takeaways because also until covid what they've told me is that they didn't offer takeaway like you couldn't <laughs> get a coffee to go it was like no this is you sit here or you stand here and you drink it now <laughs> i just love that so <clears throat> little things that we've noticed that are so much better little things we've noticed that we would miss if we didn't have it like large takeaway coffees <laughs> but that's easy to make at your house <sighs> the sea is so salty here this is the only sea this is the second saltiest sea in the world the Adriatic only to be beaten by the Dead Sea so I'm passing it I'm walking past it right now and I mean the smell just hits you but not in a bad way it doesn't smell like fish it's just the salt and as soon as you go in it's like getting a salt scrub. <laughs> like when you dry off your leg, if you haven't rinsed, you've <laughs> you're one big salt scrub, which is so good for the skin. Um, not for the hair so much, be honest. So I'll have to do some deep conditioning <laughs> when I get home. But um, as I sit here with you on this beautiful morning, I want to thank you for coming along on these audio journeys with me as we listen to Tires streak and engines roar and people chitter chatter and the water lapping oh this is what i live for so thank you for joining me and i hope that you'll have your own adventures today